Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy D. Cole. Welcome to episode 7 of Street Credits. It's your boy King Cooper. And we back, man. It's been a minute, but we back. I know. It's, it's been it's been a long time. You, you've been fucking up, man. First of all, uh, I forgot why we missed the week before last, but last week we actually did record um, Sir Fuck Up on the other end over here. You know, he fucked it up, so... We had to scrap the whole podcast. It was like 12, 1 o'clock. We said, fuck it. And we just pushed it to this week. But what all matters is, we back. Yeah. Again, thank y'all for tuning in. We finna jump right into it. Is you ready? I was born ready. Oh, well, if you say so, man. So since we, we did miss uh, last week, I still want to touch on it, man. So you saw the shooting on camera. Oh, yeah. I think it's a hoax, man. It, I don't believe, you know, they had some funerals today. I think they might have had a funeral for the, the dude that was the the shooter or whatever, but it, and, it looked like it might be staged to me, man. And for everybody who don't doesn't know what we're talking about, we're speaking about the, Virgin, was it Virginia shooting or South Carolina? Yeah, Virginia, Virginia. shooting. Um, well, about the newscasters and, you know, the ones who got shot on live TV. So I'm thinking it's, what do you think? Do you think it's, it's fake? I'm thinking it's. It looked too fake to me, man. I'm thinking it's very fake. Um, my mind isn't totally wrapped around it um, since it has been a week. And actually, the, pretty much all the news around it has kind of quieted down, you know. I haven't heard much about it since then. I know um, one of the newscasters' father is pushing for gun control even more. Uh, but... See, that was going to lead me to my next thing. Like, you know, a lot well, of people. Well, first of all, let's go back. Let's, you know, we spoke about the possible conspiracies last week. Let's let's go into that a little bit and, you know, fill them in on what we're thinking. Oh, well, you know, follow people that, I hate, hate even saying conspiracy theories, man, because anybody that say conspiracy, other people just think crazy like oh he one of them crazy nut jobs i'm just a person i, I just want to say speak the truth or whatever so i was gonna say that with every conspiracy it always leads the question of why like why would they do this and we always come back to gun control i think I, we, we talked about gun control on a couple podcasts prior to this you know even with the i guess with the south carolina shooting it's always like all right if this guy was a uh, MK Ultra brainwashed specimen or whatever. Why would the government? Why would somebody do that? And it all goes back to gun control. But jump right back into this Virginia thing. So we saw this man walk up to uh, these people with a gun. Now, first off, if you looked at the footage from his point of view, because it's two different camera footages, and so you saw one uh, of the actual cameraman, and then some people have leaked online the actual footage that I guess he had a cell phone or something that he was taping it. But why would he walk up he walked up to them originally, pulled the gun out and just paused for a, a good five or ten seconds or whatever. Put the gun back down and was just standing there. Nobody acknowledged to begin, then he started busting. So my thing is, if you gonna shoot, why he didn't shoot when he first pulled it out? Secondly, when he shot her I didn't see no blood. She didn't even fly. You know, he was kind of point blank range. She ain't moved. She ain't like hit the ground or nothing. You that close? I think you gonna somebody blast you. You gonna you gonna fall back or something? Don't you think? Well, going back to your first point, he did walk up. You know, he put he drew his gun and then he stopped. So after watching that portion of the video, it seems to me like. Somebody told him, you know, hold on, wait, don't do it just yet or something to that nature. Because, you know, once you pull it out, there's no putting it back up, you know, whether they see it or not, because it, he knew what he was going to do regardless. Yeah. Um, although I don't think he did it, actually. Um, but, you know, from watching the video, 
me being a fire on, you know, owning a few firearms myself, I noticed that there was a Glock. And most people, if you get a Glock, it's probably going to be the Glock 19 or the Glock 23, um, which is a night, which is a nine millimeter or a 40 cal, um, which both of them, if you're getting hit from point blank range, which is he was maybe two to or three steps away from her. Um, getting shot twice at that range, you're going to fall. And the fact that she didn't budge, you know, she might have jumped from the actual sound of what I think was a blank. Um, she yeah. jumped, but, I, you know, like you said, you didn't see any blood. You didn't see her budge at all besides her jumping. Because um, even from the second or third hit, she didn't move at all. You know, once she took off running, it was just – she was just running. And I know for myself, when I, sh- I actually own a Glock 23, which is the 40 cal version of that um, actual firearm, when I'm shooting it and me actually shooting the gun, it jerks me up quite a bit. You know, the recoil is pretty heavy on that gun. So um, it's controllable, but it's definitely pretty heavy. So at that range, she definitely would have failed, if not after the first one, the second one. Now... Another thing is, so, it's two other people there. Now, everybody is, like, right there in close proximity to grab or push them, punch them. The cameraman got a, you know, a camera that he can just throw at, you know, use it for something. So, how do you shoot her? Because she took off running. And from the the point of view of the... the, um, from the first person point of view video of his video recorded or whatever, it looked like he started chasing her as well. You couldn't see nothing, but you can kind of hear stuff like hear heavy breathing, like he was running after her and you can hear the gunshots or whatever. So I'm like, you know, how did he still get the other two people as well? So, well, first of all, you know, I can't really argue that point because he walked up behind the cameraman and was able to get two or three shots off on the actual, um, I don't know if they the reporter, I guess what you would call her. Um, so, you know, being that he walked up behind the cameraman, I can see the cam- the cameraman not having time to actually respond because the first second or two, he's just going to be stunned and trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm pretty sure these cameramen for most news agencies or news, um, channels they're actually trained to keep rolling no matter what you know so his first thought is just keep rolling and then once he you know it clicks that maybe that's a gunshot i need to turn around it was too late at that point and also they were standing next to a railing that i'm guessing you couldn't run to the right your only way to go was either forward which which is the way the reporter ran or left, which is the way he walked up, and you know, either way it went, you would have got shot. So he, he couldn't have dove in the water either. I don't know if it was the water or not, but you know, you're definitely not thinking about diving in the water at that point. Another thing is, I mean, I looked at it from the cameraman's point of view uh, of the shooting, whatever, and I'm like, why are they talking? Why he? Why is his camera like looking at the water, or whatever? Like, I'm not sure if you looked at the video, but. He was his camera was aimed at the at the water or whatever. Whenever the reporter and the woman are having a conversation, I was like, "Bro, that is that don't even seem right, right there." Like a reporter uh-huh. is in. I don't recall that. You know, I, I'm gonna have to go back and double check oh, yeah. on that one. But another thing that popped up this week, and this one kind of threw me off. Now it could just be the lighting, of course. I, I can't verify this 100, percent but if you look at the actual arm shooting when he was walking up, when he actually drew the gun, you can look at his shirt. It was a blue shirt with white lines, a blue and white plaid shirt, I'm guessing. But if you look at the shooter, when the guy dropped the gun, the shooter was had it on all black. So that's definitely something to look into. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. That. Like I said, it could be the lighting differences um, that make it look totally different, but, you know. Man, you know, so they started saying that there's been so many different reports on why he did it. And, you know, they started 
showing saying he was like an old, um, not an old, but he had been a, a news reporter at, at some point, and I think somebody said he ended up getting fired because they said he was gay and so gay discrimination or whatever. So they started showing footage of some of his previous, I guess, some of the interviews that he had did. But I was like looking at the footage or whatever, and it looked like this footage was like back from the early 90s or late 80s or whatever I'm just like that don't make no sense to me like they don't have no recent footage of, again they didn't put a a, a time stamp on these interviews but all the, the footage that they were showing when he was like a, a journalist on television man it was like very dated footage it looked like and I'm so the time it's not adding up to me man I don't know the um, whole situation kind of shaky I, I, me personally I can't get past just the actual shooting portion like I said from the newscaster not budging at all to him walking up and then putting the gun back up before he pulls it back out and starts shooting Um, also and I'm thinking you know if they say he shot himself you know when he was on the side of the road or however that happened but if you're gonna shoot yourself out there something like that you're gonna shoot if you're trying to kill yourself you're shooting yourself in the head no doubt about that. What did he shoot himself today? I can't remember, but with a Glock, if you shoot yourself anywhere, um, um, you know, if if your goal is to kill yourself, you're gonna shoot yourself in the head. You're not gonna shoot yourself in the chest, in the stomach, nothing like that. And if you shoot yourself in the head with the Glock, either the 19 or the 23. You're going to die pretty much instantly. There's no doubt about it. That's a, a 40 cal at that. You know, that's a pretty big caliber. Um, and even a 9 millimeter, it's at that range, you know, it's pretty much going to do all the damage it needs to do. So I'm, I'm going to go a little bit of, of, of prophecy time. What I believe you're about to start seeing, because I, I think I read on social media or somewhere, so I'm not going to speak on it because a lot of stuff I read on social media might not be true. All if it's day. on the internet, it must be true. Uh, here you go. Well, I think, well, I was on Facebook or something and read another, like a black dude killed like a police officer or a sheriff or something. So right. I think now you're going to start seeing this epidemic of black people I mean, in the media, like, black people killing law enforcement or white people, like, randomly or whatever. Yeah, and they're actually trying to put that on the Black Lives Matter campaign, if if that's what you want to call it. Um, I've noticed over the past week or so that they're trying to make it seem like that's what the Black Lives Matter campaign is all about, is going out and killing white people and, you know, the black against the white, and that's you know, far from the truth, if you ask me. I'm trying to say, I think it, it has a play on, you know, people still talking about this NWA movie. And so, you know me, man, I think timing is, is everything. And so, uh, so many people have, it seems like so many people are more or less inspired. Like, when I say people, I'm talking about black people now. But now they seem like they're more inspired by the movie to... I guess stand up more because I mean since the movie there was like people believing that this movie was going to cause all type of violence or whatever and I think it was a report at one point where uh, there hasn't been like a single violent incident at none of the showings across right. the nation or whatever and so that's why I said you know nothing because the media doesn't want anything to be positive and so uh, to seem like an NWA movie comes out, black people, I mean, it's well-received by the black community. The black community is showing up in, in masses to view it and not doing anything violent. So it's kind of, that was kind of putting black people, in my opinion, in a positive light. So that's why you got to come back to, uh-oh, we got to show some black, somebody black killing some innocent, you know, white person or something just to make sure that black people are always, in, you know, viewed as, very violent people for no reason or whatever. So I think timing is everything with conspiracies. But I don't think the movie has anything to do with it. I don't think that caused the uproar, uproar that 
people thought it may have caused even the white people. Um, but I mean, as far as them, as far as the black community coming out and being, you know, disruptive to the community, um, such as like the Baltimore rise and things like that nature, like, um, but even towards each other, you know, you didn't see any black on black violence as well. Now that's what the white, that's what the media and, and I, and when I say the white people and, you can think of the one report where the lady actually showed, I think Charlemagne gave her donkey today for saying that, you know, basically being shot that it wasn't, it wasn't any violence when historically, you know, most of the mass shootings and mass violence specifically in movie theaters have come from the white community. Ah, shit, man. So you didn't talk about all this and I can't believe that you, you, you failed to mention this one person. I can't believe you, you, you already missed it already. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. These nuts. I'll get the fuck out of here. Got him. Nah, but I'm, I'm being serious when I say that. So, uh, talking about the, the presidential campaign, these nuts, That's will that be who you voting for? Are you also, did you, you see Kanye West I don't in know. 2020? He running for president. Would you, would you voting for Kanye, or you or you anticipating that? What do you think about Kanye West making that? Hold on, first off, is these nuts really on the ticket? Nah, it's a big joke. Yeah, that thing, because you got to be what thirty five to run. I mean, it's a fifteen year old. Somebody says oh, like a fifteen year old. Okay, I, I wasn't. Um, I when I first saw it, I thought it somebody had just altered you know a video and made it seem like that. Then I saw it was a real report, and then all this and that. But uh, Kanye, I was thinking about, yeah, I would vote for Kanye until I thought about what he would do as far as our relations with other countries. I thought about that today. Now, first of all, let me say, Kanye got a good shot at winning this. At winning winning the president. You go go off the deep end. Kanye has a really good shot at winning the presidential campaign. You get caught up in all this BS, man. You think somebody's going to actually have Kanye West representing. Well, hold on. First of all, I I can't speak for 2020, but if Kanye was to jump in the 2016 race, he could have a good chance of winning. Man, you have, dude. You actually believe you can see Kanye West going talking with foreign policy and that like i said that's why i said he couldn't win but look you have to think about it. he has like brock had the black for his first term when he got voted for his first term look how many black people went out and supported him you know it was all about getting the black people you know out to vote and getting the first black president voted in but kanye He's not only going to have, you know, some black people, he's going to have the young vote, you know, so it's going to be this whole rally, especially if he comes out, it's, it, comparing it to the Barack campaign again, you know, he said um, it was all about change. That was Barack's. What Kanye's is listen to the kids, basically listen to the future and all of that. So if he kind of molds his campaign around that and he gets the younger vote, and if he actually speaks some sense, you know, throughout, I guess, some of the debates, which I'm sure he wouldn't, he still might be able to edge it. You know, Man, going, I, going I against the Donald Trump. I apologize to anybody that's listening right now. D. Cole must be off that hand right now, man. I, I can't you. believe this man. <laughs> that is about, he got about as much chance as these nuts. The 18 to probably 30, 30-year-old, age group will vote for Kanye. Well, here's the thing. You know, presidential campaign don't matter about popular votes. I mean, you think electoral colleges and you right, but I'm, I'm saying it's going to be so many young people that would would normally not vote because Kanye is running and because his whole thing is listen to the future or to the youth, they will go out and vote for Kanye. Man, I... I just can't even see Kanye West doing a presidential debate with somebody. I, I don't. I don't want to see that's, it. That's what I'm saying. I think. Ate up I think Kanye I'd will be, be his own enemy in the campaign. And if he was, if he was, if he was to get elected president, I'm sure he'd get um, impeached at some point. 
I mean, Kanye West can't even get his own shoes to come out when he wanted to come but out. That's, you think this but you got to think about it. If you go back and listen to his interviews regarding that whole situation, and when he first was saying stuff, you know, it was like, just shut the fuck up, Kanye. But once you start listening to it and you start thinking about some of the things and you just start seeing it, it it is a little bit more behind that shit. For Kanye West. Yes. For for any any black individual who's trying to go the way he's going, you know, he's not going. He wasn't trying to go the uh, Jordan route, which is, you know, I'm gonna just sign my name on y'all, throw some shoes out there, and you know, y'all just cut me a check. He wasn't going that route. He's designing his own shoes. He's actually trying to make it a black dollar. You know, as in br- bringing more dollars to the black community. Well, I don't I, I, man, I'm at a loss of words, man. This man said Kanye West got a true shot. I don't know. I can, you know, Kanye West, if he wanted to run for, you know, uh, the Chicago mayor or something, I would say maybe, man. I, I think he can he can do a lot more. Um, that he probably have a better chance and a better opportunity to do a lot more as a mayor. The state of Illinois is in a very crazy situation financially. And, and, so and I agree. He's a good governor too, so. Nah, I agree. And I'm not, I'm not saying Kanye definitely going to win or Kanye needs to run. I'm saying if he were to run, he would have a good shot at winning due to him getting the, the vote of the younger age groups. Man, you... you <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss of words. I, I mean... Let's talk about uh, Miley Cyrus and Nicki Minaj. Same venue, VMAs. They had a war of words a little bit. Right. Did you see? So was that stage? I'm still curious, was that stage tonight, man? So well, for those of you I didn't know, it's Nicki Minaj, and I'm going to paraphrase this. Now, she it was weird because she, in one breath, she had just got through thanking her pastor, you know, going to kind of religion. Hold on, first, let, before you get in there, let me ask, did anything happen before Nikki, we got got up there regarding that beef. Well, first of all, I know Miley Cyrus has said something in an interview um, days prior to that. But like I said, I, I don't have cable. I didn't watch the VMAs. Probably wouldn't watch it if I had cable. But I did catch after I was on social media and caught it on Twitter. I did go back and watch it. Um, that actual portion minutes after it happened. But I well. From what I've seen, a couple of things is Miley Cyrus was, whenever I think Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift had their uh, little mini beef or whatever was going on on social media, I think it was because when Nicki Minaj was ranting about uh, the black people don't never get credit, you know, because Taylor Swift had, I think, had beat her out for an award or whatever, black people's art or whatever never gets recognized so they went in with social media i think molly might have jumped in a little bit uh, with her two cents about stuff that rubbed nikki the wrong way but Nicki minaj and taylor swift actually performed together at vma so i'm taking i'm guessing that they yeah they squashed it yeah so but i also i haven't seen it but i saw a, a headline that was just like molly cyrus was going in on meat meals that's so what i'm saying sure. that that was in the radio well, I'm not sure if it was a radio interview, but it was an interview a few days prior um, to this, not necessarily altercation, but this uh, call-out that Nicki Minaj did. As you notice, she said when she called out, she said that, you know, basically when she was looking at Molly and said, you know, somebody bring my name up in the interview a few days ago or whatever. But she went at the same time. They cut it right at the. She she ended up like smiling. That's why I was just like, I don't know if this is real. Who was smiling? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Like so, she cussed out, and, and in the same breath, right before the camera cut to Miley, she started smiling like it was a, a joke or whatever. And then you know they had cut the mic on on Nicki, so you couldn't really hear what else that she was saying. Oh. You know, everybody see, I didn't saying see the smile. Serious. Yeah, you got it. If you watched like the full video clip of it like right before they cut the camera to to Miley Nick Minaj started smiling like so I ain't know if it was I didn't think it was serious but everybody claiming that it is serious I'm just like bro come on now I don't 
from I what I can tell, it would, because that's why that's why I asked, did anything happen before? Because I I didn't know what the, if it was some prior tension before that. I I had not even heard of the Miley Cyrus interview um, until I actually watched this. But I don't think it was staged. You know, I think it was. You know, Nikki got up there just the way she changed her tone to me um, made the difference. But you know, I don't know. So you go from from thanking your pastor to cussing out all, all in the same breath. I well, I mean, first of all, you know, she wanted to. I think she just wanted to get her thank yous out. But then she wanted to make it known that Molly, you know, was good. That's you brought my name up. Um, I also think she just wanted to kind of make a scene, but. Um, uh, she'll you know. be asking for forgiveness soon because I'm pretty sure that if it, if it was real and this wasn't stays, she won't be getting no invites. She's going to be on the Kanye West uh, no invites or, or limit everything for a while with the BMAs. He finally, he finally uh, is kind of getting from under the whole thing that he did with Taylor Swift. Like, I'm talking sure about Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> getting from the hole. They already talking about he may host it next year. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, he finally is 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 coming up because for a while it it seemed like he was he was over and done with after he did a little Taylor Swift stunt or whatever. Right. So Nicki Minaj is gonna have to probably do some apologizing or something. Well, I just I just watched it, rewatched it that quick, and I see the little smile you're talking about. I I don't think it was the smile like we playing smile. I think it's like yeah, bitch, <laughs> what's up? You know, it, it's on live TV now. And what's good? Type of yeah, smile. It, it, that stuff is so. Like I said, she'll be apologizing, man, and, and asking for forgiveness, and, and I doubt and, it. because it it wasn't. If anything, the most offensive part was her saying "bitch," basically to, to me. She's already been, you know, Mariah Carey put it out there when they were doing the uh, American Idol stuff about how violent she was. So she's you know starting to probably get that reputation about. You know, people don't want to be around her and stuff, man. I I don't think that's going to affect her, you know, being that she's not the Taylor Swift type or, you know, has that type of um, background. I I don't think it affect her or her career at all. Um, But if she was to apologize, I would think Miley Cyrus would have to apologize to some sort. And, And I'm not speaking about that situation, but a lot of people saw a lot of things offensive um, about her, the different skits, I guess you would call it, she did or whatever. Um, and oh, definitely a lot of... Pull, um, pull her titty out on, on TV. She yeah. did that at the, uh, before one of the commercials or whatever. I was like, dang, yeah, she... Uh... See, that's what I'm saying. She, she's, on, she's become more offensive than... You know anything Nikki did at that point, um, and of course, you know you got the whole cultural appropriation thing that's going on. A lot of people talking about that with her coming out with dreads or whatever. So, nah, man. Speaking of apologies, man, um, Hulk Hogan is now asking for apologies for his racial slur rant. Um, and for y'all who, for those of you who don't know, Hulk Hogan apparently a couple years ago or whatever he had a sex tape, I guess, that was stolen from, from his property. Somehow, the National Enquirer, somebody has a sex tape of Hulk Hogan and, and some woman. And on the sex, t- sex tape is a, a in-depth conversation about uh, Hulk Hogan's viewpoints of black people, a lot of racial slurs. And it, it was really, some of it, I guess, was more or less targeted because his daughter at the time was dating a black dude so he was calling you know saying I can't believe my daughter is fucking a nigga and all this different stuff so he's now asking for forgiveness and I watched a little and I think it was like a little four minute clip of an interview that I guess that will be coming out pretty soon the entire interview but they were asking him about that was know, on Good Morning your, America wasn't it? I just saw like a four minute clip it was like on World Star Hip Hop or something that I saw it on but He's not asking for forgiveness. This is my thing. Do you forgive Hulk Hogan for saying nigga? Or do you, first off, do you think Hulk Hogan is racist? I don't have. I mean, do I have a problem with him saying nigga? Yeah, I do. 
But I don't have a problem with him saying what he feel. You know, I don't think you should have to uh, apologize for what you truly feel. You know, this whole apology thing and getting on TV crying, all that bullshit. You you said what you wanted to say. You know, now you just dealing with it. You know, now you paying for it. Do you think he's a racist? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say racist, and uh, you know it's kind of hard oh, to tell well, because I, maybe, maybe, I, I might have set you up a little bit. Like I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, based on some excerpts that the National Enquirer has released on video, he said, "Yes, I am a racist." <laughs> so oh. he said it on the sex tape, point blank. Yeah, oh. he, I am a racist. Well, I mean, I don't. The thing for me is before. Any of this blew up. I remember, uh, and this was maybe two months ago, I think. Uh, it was Hulk Hogan. He was on Shade 4 5, I'm pretty sure. I think that who it was. But I want to say Who Kid. Um, DJ Who Kid for it. You know, nobody who knows him by that name. Um, and he was like, Yeah, I used to use the N word, you know, freely with. I think it was Booker T or, you know, somebody else. And, you know, it was kind of a friendly thing. But I don't know. You know, like I said, I think he said what he meant to say in a racist way. If he's a racist or not, I, I think all folks, all, I'm going to say, yeah, all folks, not just white folks. Everybody has a little racist in them. But everybody, and not technically everybody, but most people have um people outside of their culture or outside of their race that they are friends with you know i i I, the majority of the time i don't use the word crack or anything but even white people i may say uh look at this nigga or something like that and i have white friends you know and i could be speaking about that i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that to them in their face but um you know i i have white friends and i do speak like that about them but not to them like that Hulk Hogan's a racist. I ain't no way around it. I, I, I let you say all that to, to come back in. We're like, look at this nigga here. D. Cole is talking that BS. Hulk Hogan is a racist. Listen, here's my thing about it. I'm with you. Like, if you're a racist, you're a racist. I like that he can't. Well, I like that this is out about him because I, I like people to be who they are. Don't front. If you don't like me, then right. I don't have a problem with, Just live it. with I, it. I'm not gonna support you. You know, I was a whole Hogan fan, you know, growing up. But you know, I'm not gonna support you. Your products, you know, WWE is basically tried to erase him from their history. Which, and, but see, I reason. think that's bullshit too. What? I mean, him. That don't have nothing to do with his legacy as a wrestler. Um, that's his personal wrestling fake anyway. So. Um, all of this is his personal life, you know, no matter if he races or not, white, black, yellow, brown, whatever. I don't give a fuck, you know. It, it's different from your personal life. Don't try to erase this whole man legacy as nah, far as being man, a wrestler. This is business, man. This is a brand. Yeah, it's business. I, yeah. I know, but I'm saying they're, they're just protecting the WWE yeah. brand, of course, but, you know, I, I mean, don't believe in that type of stuff. That's That's like, you know, we spoke about Bill Cosby and them taking every – Cosby show off air and all of this for something he did personally, you know. Or now, this is the the brand. What I said about Bill Cosby is, if it is true, then yes. Why I I just haven't seen the evidence that will say that it's true. Like a lot of people are saying, well, his the uh, deposition or, or however you say it, that. Right. That was released from from his court. He said, "Yeah, he 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 bought Quaaludes uh, because he was wanting to have sex, but it didn't say." I haven't read that Bill Cosby, the women, or at least the woman he bought it for, didn't realize that he was buying it for. So again, like you know, if a woman come over to your crib for sex and you're like, "Can I have you know, got something to drink so I can get loose and let me loosen up or whatever?" If you provide her what she asked for, to me, you're not raping her. So, again, if see, they, that's if, another thing. I think the rape word is just thrown around too freely. Nah, it's you, you know you got you got statutory rape was it, which is having rape with underage females, and you have rape, which is to me forcible rape. 
Um, to me personally, although rape can consist of you drugging someone and having sex with them, but no, like, I mean, like you said, if if you know we finna have sex, and me just giving you a pill and then having sex, it ain't to me. It ain't no big deal. I mean, it ain't great. As long as you knew, as long as she knew. You know, you know, I don't smoke weed, but I had plenty of friends that, that smoke weed. And the chicks they mess with, they love to come and, you know, and, and they turn blow a blunt together uh, before they get into it. I'm not sure what that does, but they, they like to be high before they start messing around or whatever. But again, if they realize that they are partaking in a drug before they, you know, get to sexual activity... To me, it's not rape if they knew about it. Right. And that's but, what I've... But what I'm saying is, if that chick just come out afterwards and say, you raped me, then in the court of law, he raped her. Yeah. See, that, that's what I'm saying. That's not rape, even though because she wasn't in her right mind, you know, they're going to say she could have changed her mind or she was just joking or something like that. Yeah, you know but again, not, to me, I'm, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. If they... If he came out and said, yeah, I was raping, I raped a few women, then I'm fine with them erasing him completely from, like, if you, like, if they protecting their network, like, if you don't see it on their network, then, again, this is a business, like, they have to protect their brand. I was just more or less shocked that, you know, they erased him even before this, uh, whatever court document got released, so. Right. And I actually saw it was somebody else who had a show. Um, it was a white guy who actually, I think he admitted to raping three people. And his show is still on air right now. So, who was that? I'm, I'm going to have to do that was from, what was it? Either Seven Heaven or somebody? I forgot what. That may have been. I'm going to see if I can find it really quick. Well, speaking of rape, you see the... Uh, Derrick Rose is gonna go through his little thing, unless they didn't, unless the chick changed their mind. But uh, we discussed that last week, and I haven't heard anything else about it since the day after we discussed it. I haven't heard anything either. But just let y'all know, it's uh, a woman who claims to be Derrick Rose's ex-girlfriend is accusing, or at least a week ago, she was accusing him of breaking into her home with two of his friends and gang raping her. And uh, uh, this allegedly occurred two years ago. And so she is now finally coming out with this allegation. So, again, I don't support anybody, any man that that rapes a woman or sexually harasses or anything. And, you know, this story automatically I'm not going to say it's not true but it it doesn't add up to me. I mean Derrick Rose is a superstar figure in the NBA right now. Somebody who is very, you know, a, a big public figure. First off, he can have probably really pretty much any woman that he wanted um, just based off his celebrity status alone. But to say that he broke into your home like this man was so hard up for sex that he broke into your home with two of his friends and gang raped you and that happened two years ago and you're just not saying something about it It, it's it's a little bit hard for me to you know grasp that concept like a public figure would break into the home and gang rape you with his friends like that would be a decision that he makes i don't know what do you think about that I think it's bullshit. Like I said last week, it's just attack on the black character now. You know, it, it just open open market, open fire on them, you know. And so I haven't heard anything else since then. But, you know, if this is not true, it really that really upsets me because it is women out there to get raped. And, you know, and when they try to come forward, people... You know, they are worried about people believing them. But if this isn't true, and it it really seems kind of a very odd scenario that, you know, a celebrity of of his stature right now would do something like that. But, you know, we we got we had the 
I'm not just going to totally throw it out because uh, who was the football player? I can't even remember his name, but apparently he got caught up in this. Kaepernick? He was, huh? No, what? this is like somebody who's like in prison right now. He was a big oh. football star, probably late 90s. Uh, I forgot uh, his name, but he apparently was raping women in like nine different states. Oh, you talking about the one he in jail now uh, yeah. in New Orleans? Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot his name, but uh, so I it you know that would have seemed far fetched, but it happened to be true. So I'm not just gonna say this Derrick Rose thing isn't true, but it's it's a little bit hard for me to grasp right now. But if it's not true, it, you know, false claims like Darren that, Sharper, yeah, it is Darren Sharper. False claims like that, but see. I think it's the same thing, kind of like what happened to Kaepernick when they tried to get him. But, you know, what I think happened in this case, and I think it was almost the same case as in the Kaepernick case. Um, Chick probably let them flip her or whatever, and she started demanding money or something. He wouldn't pay her, and now she's trying to claim rape. Well, you know, rape is such a sensitive issue that not a lot of people will even approach it if it is like not support, well, if they're not saying things that can be looked like they're advocating the victim, so not a lot of people will approach it and say, you know, rape is not. I had sex with this guy and I regret it now, and you know, I, I I'm gonna say that he took advantage of me and, and that is rape or whatever. So to, you know, for me, rape isn't, I'm remorseful about a decision that I made and I'm just going to say he took advantage of me and that is rape or whatever. So I, I don't know. It's a whole lot of people, you know, that are in prison or, you know, go to prison because, you know, the consent laws that are probably going to send a whole bunch of people to prison. Um, right in the next few years because now it is like and of course everyone knows that you have to have consent but how many people actually when they're about to have sex actually ask every step of the way so you got to get consent from everything that's everything from touching the breast so you just got to be like hey can i touch your breast and they say cool if you move down to the vagina area and you didn't ask for consent they could still hit you with sexual harassment because they can go in i told them it was cool to touch my breast but you know, I didn't tell them I didn't want my, you know, vagina area touched or whatever, and so they can get you for that. So it's going to be a whole bunch of people in some trouble because consent, the, the laws now is like, you got to get consent from every <clears throat> single thing. And, you know, how many situations you've been in where you asking, can I touch your titty? <laughs> oh, can I grab you? I'm going to grab your booty now. Is, is that a cool? Alright, can I? Can I uh, so, you know, nobody, you know, I've never seeing a sexual encounter happen that way it's more or less but see, kinda, go ahead. The, the bad part about it is whenever rape or sexual assault is more more so rape but in that case as we're seeing in the bill cosby case um you're guilty until proven innocent so any random chick can just come up and say that this guy raped me you know, and they, they're going to come arrest you until you prove evidence that you didn't, whether it's DNA or whatever like that. You you pretty much just fuck. Well, this is one thing that I disagree about the system because I've known people um, that were accused of rape. So I, I worked at a place at one point in my career where um, these three individuals were all black athletes um so they were all accused of rape by a student and the one thing about it is whenever someone starts reporting it, and that hits like you know the student newspaper the local newspaper they'll put the the accused party all their information out there and they will keep um the victim hidden which I'm fine with keeping the victim hidden, but to me, I believe before you put the, I think that it should work both ways until it's like proven that, right. That these people did rape this person. We don't release their names because, you know, 
in this particular case, the victim ended up retracting her story, and mm-hmm. they they figured out um, one of the the football people had it, you know, had his cell phone out, luckily, and recorded everything. And she was very much the aggressor um, in the situation based on the video. Now, and see, that's what I'm saying. And but there was never a story that came out afterwards right. saying, you know, this person lied to me. I, I believe that if you are uh, it, it has to work both ways, in my opinion. So if someone is found out that they were blatantly lying, I think you got to put her information and everything out there. So that was, you know, in but my see, opinion, yeah, stop that, some of these false reports. Those athletes should have forced the paper or whatever to recant um, that article. And, and, and I know that because when I was, I think I was 13, um, my brother had a friend who had some dope sent to our house, you know, and it became a big thing. The feds raided our house or whatever. Um, and they were, they actually had put my brother's name that my brother got cleared on the situation. Um, my name, I was a minor and I never, my name never got through into it, but my grandmother actually went to the police station and she threatened, I ain't going to say what she threatened, but she made them recant everything and, the next day, everything was <laughs> cleared up. So, but you know, even with the these particular athletes, man, they, um, they were suspended from from this particular university for uh, <laughs> until that case was finalized. Because you know, once the victim claimed that they were they had raped her. You know, the university suspended them because they were considered a threat to the community at that point. So you got to suspend, remove them from the community or remove them from the system. So they basically didn't get to go to classes or anything for their entire semester. Well, that was a very long process. And they should have been going on. to school for free the rest of the... Well, they were probably already they were going already for free. On, yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah, it would have definitely had to be some kind of recourse on that. And again, I've had a, another student um, where... A female said that, and this is one of those situations that's always, you know, it just doesn't add up. A female accused a student of raping her, but she said that, you know, they were in her car. She was driving, and the guy, no weapons involved, um, very small guy. He was actually like a tennis athlete, uh, forced her to have oral sex on him with no weapons and so it's always like, you know, oral sex is a thing. If someone forces you to do it and they have no weapons, you're, they're in your car um, in a public parking lot with a lot of people around, apparently. To me, I think that a woman would bite him or something of that nature, but she was like, you know. You can't say that. I mean, some women. In that case, I could kind of see the accusation. I can't say that. It should have been prosecuted without evidence, or he should have been guilty or anything. Oh, but. he had to transfer. He transferred, but again, uh, like three months down the line, she recanted her story and said that she was just upset. And, you know, the school actually, I think, suspended her, but she was upset because he had promised her that they would, you know, I guess be dating or something. And, and basically, after that night, said he didn't, you know, want to have anything to do with her anymore i guess she was just i just got through giving him oral sex or whatever and now he talking about he don't want me to call him no more so that was what led to that and i mean that was based on her own admissions but again that was three months or so after the allegation and again they had ran his name and everything and the local papers and everything so for three months he was just looked at as like you know just aggressive animal or whatever and so and, and I think that's it's going to continue to be that case, especially um, at universities, since it's so much pressure on um, being transparent. You know, in most cases, it, you know, in the past, it seems like schools have trying to have tried to hide these incidents, and now the public and all of these interest groups are trying to make it become more known and more making universities become more proactive and you know things like that so what i think everything does need to be transparent but i i think it has to be a fair process as well now again this this is so we you know we talked about bill cosby and derrick rose but 
they're public figures in the public spotlight and you know Bill Cosby they they really giving it to him or whatever but you don't really hear that much about Subway Jared who I think probably at this point may have pled guilty to all this child it pornography did. charges. He did plead guilty. So and but, and it wasn't just child pornography. He admitted to actually having sex or traveling to have sex with underage minors. So again, you don't see him getting blasted. And Jared was, you know, again he's he's the poster child for Subway. But you would think that that would just be to the same level of Bill Cosby, like all over. Um, headlines and, and different things. When you think, yeah, you you rarely hear anything. So, do you think that's based on? Is that a racial issue that he's admitted to certain you know things that are very gruesome or graphic involving minors and and you don't really see him getting slammed in in public media. I don't. He may be getting slammed a little bit in social media, um, in public media. I think the reason why, I, I still think is you know it's a double standard here. He should be, since he's the face of an actual brand, and Subway hasn't um, taken any heat for this. Hardly any heat, you know. Had this been a black guy, such as like the Michael Vick situation, I'm gonna speak on that in a second. Um, but the whole Jared thing, you know, Subway hasn't taken any heat for it. Um, it's just a double standard, pretty much. So, now, you say you couldn't go to Michael Vick, man. So, yeah. I'm just going to ask you, why they won't leave Michael Vick alone? Man? What, let, me, it? let me tell you, and this is, this is another double standard. Vick has, i seen this poster today on social media, of course. Vick spent, he did his time in jail, he paid his money back, he's you know, pretty much worked itself back up into the league. And although he's kind of on the decline now that we think he got a new contract with Pittsburgh um, last week. And they're trying to, first of all, the pictures I see of the boycott or not necessarily boycott, they're just picketing um, our women. Now this many, I'm, I would guarantee you that most of them are just interest groups that don't even watch football. They want Vic out of the league. They don't want him to be able to make any money and provide for his family in that in that way anymore. But these are the same people that's been in Pittsburgh all this time. Ben Roethlisberger was accused of three rapes. Did no time. <laughs> did nothing. But they want Vic gone. They're not boycotting Roethlisberger, they're not boycotting Steelers. They want Vic gone for some dogs. Now, th- this is the same thing as cops and blacks, you know, cops killing blacks and nobody gives a shit. But you got Cecil the Lion getting killed over here and now the damn Dennis is in hiding. Oh, yeah. Y- you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's definitely a double standard and, you know. Uh- I don't know what it is with Vic, man. I I just don't. I don't see why people. I'm not gonna say. I mean, he's like you said, he's done his time. Uh, he's he's. I think at one point he went bankrupt, didn't he? And then yeah. he came back out and got well. When he came out, he was in debt. Most of that hundred million that he got from the second contract had went to pay back his debt. You know, he was living on a pretty. A modest salary, typical of what man you may be living off of for a while. Um, and he may still be living off that. I'm not sure, but and the crazy part is, it's a, a, a backup quarterback spot. Right. These people, I'm just like, bro, we got murderers, literally that don't get the attention that this man gets. Like people that murder people, so. And it was a little bit ironic that he did sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, like a day before National Dog Day. It yeah. might have been. So, <laughs> that was kind of They might have set him up for the kill on that one. Yeah, probably was like, better sign them the day before than, than on National Dog Day or whatever. But, but speaking but, of in the, the NFL, well, first of all, you got Trent Richardson, who they just declared was the worst football in NFL history today. You know, so. Running back. Yeah. He was a big flop. 
you know, and he was a product of that. Um, well, I'm gonna say a victim of the uh, Alabama Road Tides awesome offensive line. You know, he hid behind that, and when he got to the NFL, it got exposed. But when you speak of the NFL problems, have you seen a new trailer for Will Smith's movie coming out on uh, Christmas called Concussions? Yeah, I saw it. Now that's going to be a PR nightmare for the NFL, and that's going to stir up all these different interest groups um, for the NFL, and <laughs> it's going to get messy. See, I think they are. I don't know how you know marketing works or whatever when it comes to the branding or whatever, but I'm, I'm thinking that they would have had to have approved it because I mean they they got actual NFL logos in the movie, like you know. I don't think you could. That would have to be approved, but they probably getting paid for it as well. That's but, so I think they are aware, but you know, I don't think it's going to be as bad because they are now, since they got all these concussion protocols that they take already uh, for basically any head hit or injury, they're not probably worried about this movie because they're going to say, yeah, this is how things used to be. Right. This was under a different commissioner or whatever. I mean, I think I think they're doing as much as they can. The thing to me is, well, most people, well, when you play football, you know, I played football back in high school and junior high and all that. Whatever. I wouldn't take it back. Never seen a photo. I wouldn't take it back. You know, I wouldn't take it back at all. And any football player, you know, that's out there now probably would tell you they wouldn't change a thing. If you ask any NFL player, they're going to say they wouldn't change a thing. They get on live TV and say this pretty much every year that they know the risk. You know, it is what it is. They wouldn't change a thing. thing about it. I ain't going to lie to you. I might, this might be insensitive, but my thing is what's the big deal about these concussions? Because these people are paid millions upon millions to play a sport. And so my thing is, the concussions are, you know, a, a possibility. But that's what all those millions come in. I know every NFL player is not making millions. So people, some people that are getting concussions are probably making four or five hundred thousand. But I'm just thinking, like, of any sport. Like, that is why you get paid what you get paid because well, you are putting your body on the line. I wouldn't say that. I think they're getting injury. I think they're getting paid because they're I think they're getting paid so much because they're making so much money for the NFL. That's the only reason they're getting paid that much. Now they don't get paid I'm that saying, much is a plus for you putting your body on you know for you But putting, look at look at look at boxing. The sport of boxing. That that is, you know, that is straight concussions, like right. getting hit hard. So I'm just like and that's they, a part. You if get, that is a part of the sport. Once you get to the, a certain level, yeah, it's definitely a part. But see, but, that's what I'm saying. You you know what you're going into um, since a kid. You know, well, I wouldn't say since a kid, but once you get of age, you know the possibility and the risk you're taking. Now, I think the big thing about concussions nowadays is just like I said about the universities, they want the NFL to be more transparent. Um, yeah, and, by, and, by, and by transparent, they want the players to well, – they want the NFL, NFL to kind of let the players know up front what the the risks are and what's happening to players um, historically and and let them make the decision from that part. You know, because yeah, they have – there have been some um, players who get on and say, no, they would not let their child play football you know, anymore or something like that. So they just want the NFL to be more transparent and let players know up front, you know, this historically is what's happening to the brains of, you know, past players. And although we're working to prevent this and everything, you know, this is a possibility that this could happen to you. I I, I am, I'm totally fine with that. And, you know, that makes sense. Like let them know this is, you know, People after they retire, they're in this condition. But I mean, even besides the head injuries, I mean, people already know that football has a a lot of wear and tear on your body. So there's a lot of people that they can't, you know, walk right. Their bones and joints are all jacked up or whatever. But again, for me, 
don't take away from the sport. Like if if you're willing to do it, put yours on the your your literally in some cases your life is probably on the line. Oh yeah, your life on the line every yeah. every time the ball is snapped. So you know your again, life can change at any play. My thing is is make sure I guess the players now can you know even the scrub or the people that badly just made the team can be like I I need to get paid more. So maybe I I don't think I think football people are. Uh, well, NFL players are the, the worst paid athletes on a professional level. Uh, so I think they, they... I wouldn't necessarily say that. Who? Who gets paid less that's, that has more demand on the body? Basketball players don't... Well, yeah. Man, you crazy. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I give it to you. So, you know, I don't know. So that's just my thing, but... But I think it's more players making more money um, in the NFL than it is or making large sums of money than it is in basketball making um, those type of dollars. Absolutely not. You got Jermaine O'Neal that's still making probably like $1 or $2 million. So it's just easy for basketball players. Kwame Brown, I think, is still probably making millions. It's, it's, they toss million dollar contracts to NBA players like it ain't nothing. So, you know. I think the difference is um, in, in NBA, a lot more money is guaranteed. The contract, the contracts are better in NBA. I will say that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, one more thing I want to talk about. We just had the 10th year reunion of Hurricane Katrina. You know, I'm from down in Mississippi where we got wiped out pretty much on our coast. And I think you were in Hattiesburg around the time of Katrina. Dude, I was. I, mean, I was foolish. I stayed in Hattiesburg. That was uh, basically an hour away from New Orleans. And during Hurricane Katrina. Big, one of the biggest mistakes of my life. But, you know, thankfully <laughs> I'm blessed to, to have survived. It, it was scary. Luckily I left and went home that weekend. And I was just about to come back and my mama she 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 didn't beg me or didn't make me, but she kind of <laughs> told yeah, me to stay. She told me to home. stay. I was I was coming back that I think Katrina hit that Monday or that. Nah, Katrina hit on Thursday. It couldn't have been Thursday. It was a Thursday. Couldn't have been because I was I was coming back. Well, you see that like for all y'all, it's two thousand five. For all y'all, look, look, look at Deco. I I remember I stayed. Deco ran. You want to tell me what day it was on? Katrina no. hit on a Thursday. Go ahead, check it. August twenty third, two thousand and five, which was hold on now twenty ninth. That was Wikipedia, so you know how they go. But but my point was, I wanted to speak about the uh, what, what day was it? Oh, I'm, I'm oh going I'm, I'm back. Wondering. We said August, August 29th was a Monday, like I said. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> because I was, I was coming back on that day. I remember on that Sunday, I was coming back. And my mama wanted me to stay because she said the weather was going to probably get bad. I thought it was just going to be a little bullshit storm like the rest of them. But luckily, <laughs> I stayed. And it was still pretty bad where I was. But anyway, uh, you had L- Louisiana Fest. You heard about that? Yeah. Louis, uh, Lil Wayne brought back the Hot Boys. Master P um, had Drake come on, and I just think that was that was a pretty good showing for the New Orleans area. You know, um, was it free? Can't remember if it was. I doubt it was free. Actually, no, it, it wasn't free. <laughs> But it, it was still a pretty good showing. I mean, it's just my opinion, man. It would have been better if it was name, free. Yeah, it would have been better. You talking about it, something that's supposed to be giving back to to your community that was damaged. Uh, you know, for a ten year, I hate to even say anniversary because that's like a celebration to me. But just a ten year uh, remembrance of of. Of Katrina, or whatever, and you still charge people for it, and I, I don't know. The thing I, is, I gotta say, he brought they he at least brought money back to the area because most of the people who went probably weren't from the New Orleans area, you know. So he probably brought 
more money back to the area or to the community a little bit at least from you know travelers or whatever but you know it is what it is i can't he ain't, if, if BG won that, he ain't had a hot boy. Yeah, BG in prison. Right? Was, yeah, you know BG locked up for good. So for good. The, I think they were trying to give him life, but you know for what he killed. They say he killed somebody. No, he wouldn't snitch or something. So Damn. he he. Oh no, I think he got look like he got fourteen years maybe. So he in there for a while. You won't probably hear from him no more. Yeah, he got 14 years. So it is what it is. But uh, did you hear about your boy too? He was nah. I ain't heard about these nuts and nobody else. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, but that is our time. I know that. Is that for sure? And it's your boy D Cole. It's your boy King Cooper. And we out. Peace.